Welcome to Garbage and Gold, the podcast that is revolutionizing rhetoric, overflowing with opinions, and swathed in silliness. I'm Lisa. And I'm Lindsay. Each week, we pick the worst and the best of a certain topic and present our ideas for each other and for you listeners. Then, you all have the ability to weigh in on who you agree with more and share your picks with us. We will give you more info on how to do that at the end of the show. But before we dive into our topic for this week, Lindsay, hit us with that recap and poll results from last week's episode. In the voting for our childhood family board games, I think we struggled to figure out what we're calling it. Yeah. So <laughs> we did. We thanks did. Thanks for like <laughs> sticking with us, everybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whatever you call it. Uh, yeah. In the garbage showdown between my garbage choice of Twister and your garbage choice of Monopoly, Lisa, guaranteed farts and creepy uncles win every time. Dang it! Don't. Well, I mean, they don't really win. (laughs) Everybody loses with farts and creepy uncles. But, okay, fair. Everyone loses. That is true. There's no winners with guaranteed farts and creepy uncles. Um, And then in the showdown between my gold of life and your gold of clue... Yeah. Clue does win. Oh. Clue does win. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Okay. Yeah. That was a t- I mean, I understand. The votes, were they close? They felt like they were closest. No. I thought they were close, <laughs> too. And then I started tallying, and I was like, oh, no. Like, neither won. Okay. So you won by a lot, and I won by a lot. Yeah. For our categories. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe and- it felt close because people were voting for, like, you know. Yeah. I think people, I think there were a lot of, there weren't straight party votes this time. No, very little. Yeah. They, yeah. they were, so that's maybe thanks that's for voting with closer. your hearts. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lisa, do you have some favorite listener comments that you would like to share? I do. This one is from the All Bros on Twitter. And they said, this one took me a while to decide on. So because human contact, hashtag Lindsay Garbage, because Twister is fun. But then I realized there were games that didn't require me to touch people. So <laughs> I I mean, for me personally, same. Yeah. Uh, and then they also voted for me for Lisa Gold because they like life. But the mystery of Clue is just a bit more fun. So I appreciate mm. that, too, because life is a good game. I'm with you. But right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, And then how about you? What you got? Uh, So Jamie Blissmer on Instagram uh, had an honorable mention for checkers for gold, Mm. which I thought was was a solid choice. Um, And then I just have like a a, like a a disclaimer. Like so Mm -hmm. I said in the episode that everyone has that creepy uncle. And I just want to go on record (laughs) that I do not. And if my uncles are listening, and I have a lot of them, they are not creepy. But they also don't ask me to play Twister with them. So, like, Correct. as a sign Correct. of how not creepy they are. But yeah. I think I meant more in general, you have creepy extended family members. Right. Or maybe or maybe adults, everyone... Creepy people in your life. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. I'm just super fortunate, because my uncles are not creepy. <laughs> I want to go on record. <laughs> so good. Sorry, guys. The other thing I have to share this week, it's not a listener comment, but it is something that's been going on, is if you've been following us on Twitter, you Ugh. maybe have seen that I have got us involved in a pizza roll eating contest <laughs> with yeah, Alan yeah. from Not For Human Consumption and Grant from Thought Cops. Yes, 
us. No. You got us into it. You got us into it. And so when did Lindsay get clued in that it was happening? <laughs> Way late in the game, friends. Way late. It started off as like, a, oh, this will be funny. And then I was like, oh, it's happening. This is happening. It's happening. Things are happening. And I can't back down. I'm not going to back yeah. down, obviously. No. no. So the- yeah, stay tuned for that. That'll be a thing that's happening in our life. Right. So here's here's my question, Lisa. Am I eating also because I am dairy free? No, you are not eating also. It's okay. one per podcast. Okay. All right. So it's just <laughs> Alan and just Grant and just me. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yep, that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that'll be fun for everybody to watch me get the pizza roll sweats. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. I'll mop your brow. Yo, what a good teammate. Thank you. I know. I'll cheer you on. I'll mop your brow. All right. So now on to the show. All right, so this week for Garbage and Gold Deliberation, we are deliberating animated Disney movie villains. Woohoo! I'm like oh! dancing. I'm so I know we excited. Too. I'm so excited. We've been so excited about this all week. I think I, I think I will say more excited about this episode than Disney princesses. Yeah. Which says oh. a lot about my personality and I think yours. Uh, that yeah, we're both yeah, yeah. like villains. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Please. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So much so. But if you're interested in our Disney Princesses episode, that's episode number one. Uno. Where it all began. And the research from today's episode is very similar from episode four, which was our movie villains episode, mm. which were just general movie villains. So, And if you're going back to listen to those episodes, remember that we were new to podcasting. <laughs> and not that we're great now, but... <laughs> they may sound a little bit different. A little yeah, bit. A little bit. <laughs> All right. So what does it take to make a movie villain? A mm. movie villain is almost always an antagonist who tends to have a negative effect on the other characters in a movie. They're typically cruel, malicious, and they're in- involved or devoted to wickedness, crime, or whatever. They're essentially trying to stop the main character from doing what the main character is trying to do. And, you know, in all sense of purposes. And for our deliberation today, we are focusing exclusively on animated Disney movies. Because if we were just going to do Disney movies, that could be pretty much every movie ever at this point. (laughs) They're buying it all. (laughs) So we're going with some of the classic Disney animated films. So there are tons of lists online for all the animated Disney movie villains. If you want to look at those, please do. But... The first, the original Disney villains started with Walt Disney when he created Steamboat Willie and Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. There have always been villains reigning on a hero's parade, whether it's animated or the live action film. The villains have always fought against that hero or heroine or just made their life awful. So the Disney Gallery of Rogues is one of the best known ones. And I will say people do love Disney villains on the whole. There's just something about them that's just so fun to hate. So when we were talking about our garbage this week, I think that when we share our garbages, we'll kind of have to clarify what makes a garbage villain, because I don't know that our definitions will necessarily be the same with that either. But since you go first with garbage, Hmm. I will invite you to describe your garbage villain and why they are a garbage (sighs) villain. So my garbage for our Disney animated film, Garbage Villain, is yeah. 
Prince John from Robin Hood. Ah, Prince John yes. from Robin Hood. So Robin Hood is one of my favorites. I it's love it. So a lot. good. It's so good. And for a while, it was like the only one, the only Disney movie really that was on Netflix. And I was like, "Ooh, I love this movie." That's so, all I need. It was released in 1973, um, and it is the classic Robin Hood story with the classic villain um, mm-hmm. that is always in the Robin Hood story, which is the Sheriff of Nottingham, who is uh, under the control of Prince John. So, mm-hmm. Prince John in this Robin Hood movie is a lion, um, and he is voiced by Sir Peter Ustinov. I, if you are a movie buff, you will know Sir Peter Ustinov. I don't know why you'd know him. But he's <laughs> knighted, don't. so he's got to be something. <clears throat> and so Prince John fights against Robin Hood. He is based on the real Prince John, who yes. um, tried to usurp the throne when his brother Richard was off on the Crusades and um, was not successful. And then Richard died without an heir. And then Prince John did mm-hmm. become the ruler. And um, so a lot of this character is based in what they believe Prince John was actually like. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Prince John, the real Prince John, was very spoiled, not necessarily known for his intelligence, not a great leader. And so that does carry yep. over into this characterization of Prince John. Uh, he he behaves like a narcissistic child throughout the whole movie. Like there's even moments where he's like throwing a fit because he's losing to Robin yes, Hood. Yes, yes. Um, like very you know, childlike. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. So a few reasons why I just think that he is garbage is that he does act like a child yeah. a lot. Yeah. Like a lot, a lot, a lot. Also that he just can't seem to win. Like he's just, like he he falls for the dumbest things. Like Robin Hood <laughs> comes to that archery competition in the worst possible costume. Like a and, giant bird. Yes. Yeah. And Prince John's like, oh, okay. And then yeah. there's like a moment where uh, I think it's Robin Hood is dressed as like a fortune teller. Yeah. Yep. Prince John mm-hmm. doesn't pick up on that either. I'm like, come yep. on. Like yes. he's just bumbling his whole way through through he's got this sidekick named sir hiss which that's not even a creative name for a snake (laughs) sidekick sir hiss um, (laughs) who is like the brains of the operation but yet prince john doesn't really listen to him and like attacks him at one point in the movie yeah and then he raises taxes because he's mad about the song that the villagers are singing and so when you watch the those baby rabbits or (laughs) run away it is because of prince john yeah. So Prince John, you are garbage partly because you're just mean, but also yes. because you're just you just can't get it together, man. He really cannot. Yeah. No. Yeah, there's and he frequently has, you're right, the childlike stuff like the temper tantrums. Yeah, he's just not great. He's not very smart. Yeah. <laughs> I th- I thought it was super interesting though to like realize that the real Prince John was possibly similar to this. Yeah. That's not great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. 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 yeah, that's a good one. He is Prince Garbo. I'm with, you. I'm with you. But but worth it to watch the Robin Hood movie because oh. Robin Hood is so good. Like the okay. character Robin Hood is oh, I know he's a fox, but he is Okay. I he's was a gonna 10 say in my book. Exact I was going to say he was a first animated crush for me, also. Yeah. I mean mm-hmm. Aladdin is still number one. But like, yes, there is something about Robin Hood as the yeah. fox that I'm like he is really attractive, and I'm confused by this. I'm confused by my feelings about this. 
But then also, I don't know if you ever saw Zootopia. Yes. Yeah. So then the fox in that one, too, I was like, I'm having similar feelings about this fox. Is this because of Robin Hood? Is this because are foxes an attractive animal? I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. But I'm with you. (laughs) Well, isn't there like a, there's a saying that's like, he's such a fox. Is that because of this movie? Or was that around before the 1973? I was not born in 1973. So someone who was, tell me. Uh, well, she wasn't either, but fact checker Colby can get on that and tell us where the phrase, um, he's a fox came from. She can, she can do that for us. Because it could be Robin Hood. Fact checker. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. I mean, I would say because, oof, yes. Yes. Animated foxes. There are something about them. Watch Robin Hood. Boo at Prince John. Crush on. Crush Crush on on Robin. Yeah. For (laughs) sure. All right. So Lisa, that was my garbage. Let's hear yours. Who is your garbage Disney villain? Yeah. Well, I do have one honorable mention. I was really torn between these two. My honorable mention goes to Gaston from Mm. Beauty and the Beast, mainly because he is the epitome of, like, everything awful about men. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Anything that men do, and not men are not awful on the whole, right? But when there are awful men, it is Gaston. Like mm. it is just everything about him 100%. is the worst, the worst. And there's just a lot of like consent issues and just lots of things. Anyway, right. so Gaston it makes me feel very icky a lot. So huge yeah. honorable mention to that. But, but the garbage I chose for our deliberation today is Scar from Lion King. Interesting. Yes, yes. So first scene in the 1994 movie, The Lion King, Scar is the fictional character. He is Simba, uncle, and he's Mufasa's younger brother. He's the first in line to the throne. So Mufasa's the king, Scar's the brother. He should be next in line. But then Simba's born. So then Scar is like, you know, doesn't get to be king anymore. He's not even in line anymore. So he decides to lead this army of hyenas to take over the throne by killing Mufasa, exiling Simba, and then he blames everything on Simba. Okay. In my research today, I found out that this is loosely based on King Claudius, the main antagonist of William Shakespeare's Hamlet, which Mm -hmm. I did not realize, but that's fun. So yeah. Scar's villainy was additionally inspired by Adolf Hitler and Joseph Stalin. (laughs) Isn't every villain inspired by... Hitler and Stalin. Apparently. (laughs) Um, I do appreciate, too, that the animation for Scar was actually kind of based on Jeremy Irons, who's the voice actor for him. And that's really cool. Jeremy Mm -hmm. Irons does an amazing job as Scar. Like, his voice is so distinct and just iconic. So he is a garbage villain because not only does he manipulate his own nephew, Mufasa has a successful, peaceful empire. Like, everything is Mm -hmm. fine. Things are going well. Mm Mm-hmm. And Scar's like, but I I want this. I want this to be my thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, everything is going really well for you. Everything's going really well for everybody. And he decides that he wants it for himself. So he's power hungry. So that's garbage. So yeah, It's also villainous. It is very in, villainous. In, yeah. It is very villainous. But because he doesn't take care of it himself. He like manipulates other people to do it for him. And then no one ever does it right. So the hyenas are supposed to kill Simba and they don't. He just runs away. And then so when Scar takes over the Pride Lands, it goes into ruin in like a matter of months. Like mm. this beautiful, peaceful thing. It's like ruined. Like they overhunt because he doesn't know what he's doing and there's no food and it's crazy. And then everybody just blames the hyenas because Scar is like, 
he wants the power and then he gets it and he's like too lazy to do anything with it. It's very garbage anyway. And then, and then when Simba comes back to the Pride Lands, because Nala's like, bro, things are not great. He comes back to the Pride Lands. All, seriously, all Scar has to do is just not say anything. He has to, he just has to say nothing. Because the only people who know what really happened to Mufasa are him and Simba. He just has to sit there and say nothing. But then he doesn't. He tells Simba, oh, I actually am the one who killed your dad. And then everything unravels because he just could not keep his mouth shut because he's garbage and stupid. He's a lazy dummy. In some ways, though, that makes him a really good villain in that he's like, I deserve this, blah, blah, blah. And then you get it. and You're like, no, you don't. And that's why you're a villain. And that's why you're the bad guy. And that he's just living into what a villain is, because there's never a good situation when the villain becomes in charge. Like, that's never a good that's never a positive thing for anyone. The villain will always screw it up because they are setting up the need for the hero. I will tell you with a little bit of foreshadowing. My gold villain does not do that. My gold villain is a gold villain because they are successful in their deceit. Mm. Mm, yeah. Scar is not. He is unsuccessful from beginning to end. And if you think about like the time frame of which he actually has the power before it all collapses, it's seriously like a matter of months. Like, right. It's nothing. It's right. so bad. He has months, years to plan this. And it's like... His grand plan was just to take over mm-hmm. and let the hyenas hunt everything, and then everything's gone. And then he's like, "Oh, this didn't work out." <laughs> no, it didn't because you're right. dumb. And right. he, there's also, I think, some themes here that that very much bother me because if we're looking at the hyenas and what sort of societal place they might represent, he's a lazy. So Scar is a lazy dummy who essentially uses the disenfranchised to do his dirty work. And he's he's pretty garbage for that. So so you're basing your garbage and your gold, it sounds like. Yes. Not necessarily on being bad at being a villain, but you don't appreciate the way they're going that Scar is going about being a villain. Correct. And you don't and you like the way your gold villain is going about it. Correct. Mm, okay. See yeah. like I'm going coming at it from a he's he's real bad at his job kind of a okay. thing. Okay. Got you. Got you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're, so, yeah. That is so, a good clarification. Yep. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Because I think everything that you've said about Scar just helps set up the hero narrative for Simba so much yeah. more. And like, there's nothing eviler than when the bad guy is like, yeah, totally did all of that and like owns up mm. to it and crows about it. I think there's something really dramatic in that. Sure. But okay. you can have your opinion on Scar. <laughs> I do. I, I do. Like Jeremy Irons' voice alone I is know. enough to like creep me out and be like, he's a great villain. I'll never say anything mean about him because I don't want Jeremy <laughs> Irons to ever call me. Please don't call me Jeremy Irons. So creepy. Yeah, I I chose Scar as my garbage villain because he is a lazy dummy who uses the disenfranchised to do his dirty work, and he is garbage because he's not successful in his ventures at all. Mm. All right, so we have our garbage villains, Lindsay. Who is a golden Disney villain, and why are they a golden Disney villain? Okay, I'm so excited for this golden villain. (laughs) (laughs) My gold villain is Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty. Yay! 
<laughs> Sleeping Beauty was released in 1959. It was the last princess movie from Disney until the 90s. So until wow. Little Mermaid, this was the last one. And and there's some discussion that Walt Disney was like, this is it. This is our masterpiece kind of thing. So it's a beautiful Ooh. movie. It's done. Like it all is. of the backgrounds are actually like hand painted by a painter. Mm-hmm. And it's very stylized. It's just a beautiful, beautiful movie. One of the greatest parts about the movie is, of course, the villain. Yes. So Maleficent is the is a sorceress who actually is upset because she does not get invited to the king and queen's christening of their daughter, Princess mm-hmm. Aurora. She gets real mad about that. I think she was probably already bad. Like yes. she was like the reason she's not invited is because she lives like on the Forbidden Mountain and she's bad news and her right. face is green. So like we know she's a bad dude, but she doesn't get invited. So she shows up at the christening and actually curses Princess Aurora, mm-hmm. uh, saying that on her 16th birthday, she will die. She mm-hmm. will uh, prick her finger on a spinning wheel and die. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kingdom actually destroys all the spinning wheels. They these three fairies actually take Aurora out into the woods mm-hmm. to like s- protect her from the curse. And so then mm-hmm. there's a lovely battle at the end because Aurora does come back just in time for her 16th birthday mm-hmm. and is led up like kind of in a trance. Mm-hmm. by Maleficent, pricks her finger on a spinning wheel, and mm-hmm. goes to sleep because one of the fairies has changed the spell. She can't get rid of the spell. Right. She can't get rid of the curse, but she can change the curse. And mm-hmm. so, Princess Aurora goes to sleep, and the only way she can be awoken is by true love's kiss. So, yeah. Maleficent. Here is why Maleficent is gold. Oh, I'm very, like, serious about this. Where I know. Okay, I, have I love so it. I have so much notes. I have so much notes. <laughs> I have much notes. (laughs) (laughs) I have much notes about Maleficent. Yes. So there's a few reasons why I think Maleficent is gold. First of all, she is just evil. She's just evil. And like, I know that she has her stand, her own standalone movie that Angelina Jolie is in. And it makes her much more like redeeming. And you understand her a little bit more in the backstory a little bit more. I am rejecting that reality because the (laughs) Maleficent that you see in Sleeping Beauty is just hardcore bad. Like, and she, she's not, she's not apologizing about it. She doesn't have a moment where she's like, maybe I shouldn't do this. Mm -hmm. She's just evil the whole way through the movie. Yes. Yes. Like, she's not even nice to her minions. She's not. She's just evil. And I love that about her. Also, Maleficent's voice. In the movie, she is voiced by Eleanor Audley, who Mm. is also the voice of Lady Tremaine from Cinderella. And that voice is creepy. Yeah. It's creepy and wonderful. And then the score. So the score of the movie is actually uh, really heavily influenced by Tchaikovsky. Um, but the score is done by George Bruns, who was like the composer for Disney for a number of years. Mm -hmm. And every time you kind of see Maleficent, there's this like, there's these like notes and it's like, Oh, it's, there's something creepy going on. Like something's happening. I don't know what's happening, but I don't Mm -hmm. like it. Yeah. Um, another reason why I think Maleficent is gold is she holds that grudge for Mm -hmm. 16 years. She does. It does not go away. She does. Constantly Mm-mm. searching, constantly yep. searching. Yes, you can hide, but I will get you. And yes. the curse will go through. She's so powerful. 
Like yeah. they did everything they could to stop the curse from coming true, and it still comes through. She still manages to find Aurora. She still manages to have a spinning wheel, even though they're illegal. Like mm-hmm. all of those things, she still manages to like put Aurora in a trance, and like no one can stop her. And even there's three fairies. There are three yep. fairies that are protecting Aurora, and they can't even stop Maleficent. Yep. Like they can change what she's doing, but they cannot stop it. So there's a mm-hmm. showdown at the end of the movie where Maleficent actually turns into a dragon. Yeah, she does. Which uh, is another completely gold thing. Yes! But when you watch it, as the as Maleficent, even before she becomes the dragon, she is like trying to stop Prince Philip, who's trying to get to Aurora. Everything she's throwing at him, the fairies can't stop. They just change. So mm-hmm. like she shoots arrows at him and they turn it into like flowers and all that stuff. Yeah. But Maleficent, the only thing that that really wins against Maleficent is love. Mm-hmm. And love is the most powerful powerful force in the world if we believe mm-hmm any music or art and so (laughs) otherwise Maleficent would probably win and she would probably be the queen of everything and she's dressed in all black and flowy and she's beautiful she's got those sick horns yeah oh god it's so rad I know she's Mm -hmm. just the coolest and like that jaw that you could like Mm -hmm. cut like the cheekbones and the jaw that you could probably cut paper with mm-hmm. she's just she's just rad and evil and creepy and as a kid she's the yes. creepiest yeah she is so so creepy you i might so get votes right. on passion this week <laughs> you better watch out i am real passionate about maleficent i can't even deliberate it though because maleficent is rad first of all Maleficent is so fun to say. It has such a good mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. Maleficent. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it very much. But yeah, I her origin of just being like mad that yeah. she wasn't invited to the party. Like yeah. it's that it's the uh, the perfect meme of like I didn't want to go, but I wanted to be invited so I could <laughs> right. say I couldn't go. Like that is Maleficent. And then yes, she holds that grudge for so long yeah all of that because you didn't invite her to a party and i'm sure there's more like in the lore or whatever of what it actually is but you know for our purposes for the movie that's all we get that she wasn't invited to this christening and so then she's like fine she's gonna die and people are like i'm sorry i'm sorry what (laughs) like that seems a little harsh and she's like should have invited me should have invited me i would have said no and it would have been fine right (laughs) just because i'm bad and i'm mean and i'm evil doesn't mean i shouldn't be invited to things invite me to a christening that seems like something i would want to attend right gosh it's so good so good i'm sure you can imagine what young lisa was like when she turned into a dragon the first time i saw her turn into a dragon i was just like what this is my dream And really, like, that's what took her down is she turned into the dragon and wasn't able to, like, keep throwing magic stuff. Yeah. So sometimes let that be a life lesson for you. You might think it's a good idea to turn into a dragon, but sometimes it limits you. Gosh, you know, I I would say that that is absolutely not true. But then I do think immediately of the Chronicles of Narnia where the um, Eustace, is it Eustace, turns into a dragon, I think it is. And he, yeah, does not go well for him either. So, hmm. It seems like a good idea, but don't turn into a dragon. I think if you're going to be a dragon, you have to have always been a dragon. Human to dragon is not going to be great. Mm, Right. And dragon to human, difficult to communicate. So. (laughs) Fair. 
Very fair. I think you got to start dragon and stay dragon. Yes. Yes. That makes sense. Which that seems like a bumper sticker. <laughs> Born a dragon, stay a dragon. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, God. It's so good. That is yeah. a good gold villain. That is She's, really good. She is. I don't think they've topped her in however many years. Almost mm. 60 years since then. It's 60 years this year. Look at my wow. mental math. Look at you. Is that right? right yeah, it is right. Yeah. Way to go me. Yeah. All right. So that's yeah. my gold, Lisa. Oh, Let's hear your golds. Gersh. Okay. Well. Good luck. Yeah. I have one honorable mention before we launch into my gold. Ooh, and- ooh, ooh, I forgot oh, my yeah, honorable Yeah, you have mention. one, don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, um, I, yours I first. also really, really love Cruella DeVille. Yeah. I love her song. I love her yeah. crazy eyes. I love her car. I love, I'm not really a pet person, so while I don't want to skin your pets, I I appreciate <laughs> the not wanting puppies around. 101 of them she was going to skin for <laughs> no, a she jacket. Had, that I is know. wild. It was that is a crazy. Long jacket. She's very tall. She's crazy tall. She's, She's like spindly. Tall. She's like a yeah. human spider. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. And then she, she has a theme song. She does. What other Disney villain has a theme song? She's got the black and white hair. Yeah. yeah. She's she's so rad. She's love super rad. Okay. Yes. So sorry. Your honorable yeah, mentions no, no, no. and your gold. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. My honorable mention is Ursula from The Little Mermaid, mm. who I think has the best Disney villain song of Poor Unfortunate Souls. It's just Agreed. so, so good. And just her... The design. She has those two eels. It's just... Oh, God. I love Ursula so much. She's just... Fantastic. I, I love everything that Ursula is. But mm. if I'm looking through the Disney history or through the Disney catalog to find a gold villain that meets the villain standards that I have set, I will have to go with the main antagonist of the Disney Pixar film from 2017, Coco, of Ernesto de la Cruz. Mm. I, okay, this is not great. I haven't seen it. So... <laughs> Coco is so good. Okay. It's beautiful. Okay, so I'll tell you a little bit more about Coco. Okay, please, please tell it. me yeah, about yeah, Coco yeah, yeah, yeah. and why this is a gold villain. <laughs> All right. So Ernesto de la Cruz is a famous singer and musician, and he was a source of Mexican pride. And so in the movie, it focuses on Miguel, who is supposed to be Ernesto de la Cruz's great-great-grandson. So Ernesto de la Cruz dies, and then he goes to the land of the dead, and he's trapped there, and Miguel goes on a quest to find Ernesto. And, however, once Miguel gets to the land of the dead, he discovers a very different heritage than what he expected for Ernesto de la Cruz. So so Ernesto de la Cruz and his singer-songwriter friend, Hector are the two kind of main guys other than Miguel in Coco. And so the whole plot behind Coco is that Miguel goes to the land of the dead and he is trying to get back. But in order to get back, he needs to have his family's blessing and his family won't give him their blessing unless he promises not to be a musician. And the only person who will give him that blessing would be Ernesto de la Cruz, his great great grandfather. But he's like crazy famous, even in the land of the dead. So they spend the whole movie trying to get to him to get them to give him his blessing and whatever. Okay. Ultimately, I don't know. I guess spoiler alerts if you haven't seen Coco, Lindsay. I don't know what to tell you. It came out in 2017. Like it's been two years. Like, I, if I'm honest, I'm not going to see it. So. <laughs> 
feel free. Spoil the away. Music, the music alone is so worth it. But anyway, okay. So what? <laughs> so what you find out is that Ernesto is performing the song like in the afterlife. Still, he has a a Day of the Dead party every year, and he has this big concert. And Miguel goes to find him and get his blessing, and he does all that. And then you come to find out that Ernesto de la Cruz is not actually Miguel's great-great-grandfather. And the reason that is, is because he's been impersonating this whole time as the singer-songwriter behind the famous song that has given him all this fame and prestige. So he was famous in life for a song. He got jealous of the guy who wrote it, so he gave him poisoned, I think, tequila or whatever, a poisoned drink, let's say. That guy dies, and that is Miguel's grandpa, who is in the afterlife with him. Okay, so Ernesto de la Cruz wants to be famous so bad in life that he kills his best friend so he doesn't say anything. He continues the lie in the afterlife for, like, 60 more years. Like, he just keeps writing it out. This is, like, the longest con in the history of anything Ever. Like, it just, he doesn't stop lying about it. And everybody thinks he's like this great, wonderful guy who wrote this great, wonderful song. And he's not. And he's like a Mexican hero. And he's not. So he just continues this on forever. So, what makes him a gold villain, in addition to pulling the longest con of all time, like, even into death, he just keeps spinning the lie and assuming that no one will ever find out. He attempts to let, who he assumes at the time is his own great-great-grandson, die to perpetuate this lie. He is so committed to his villainy and this prestige that is founded on lies that he's willing to let a family member die for it, for fame in the afterlife. So this is another reason why he's a gold villain, because he would have been successful in that had it not been for Miguel and Hector figuring out who he was and all the connections and everything because he stuck to his guns the whole time and even when he was found out unlike Scar who was like P.S. I totally did this you guys he doesn't he never confesses ever ever he sticks to the lie the whole time so he's a gold villain because of his commitment to all the things the whole time through it's a super cool twist in the movie that you don't really see coming and then even when he's found out, he's like, nah, this is fine. <laughs> like, he has no remorse at all. It's super great. Okay, I have two questions. Yes. First question. Does Ernesto de la Cruz have his own standalone movie because he's that great of a villain? <laughs> no. Not yet. Second question. <laughs> In the afterlife, isn't every day the Day of the Dead? Boom! <laughs> I've been thinking about that for three minutes. <laughs> Pen drop. There it is. I hope that you like made a note to be like, I did! <laughs> I totally did, because you like brought up more points, and I was like, I gotta write this down, because I'm gonna forget it. <laughs> I did. I wrote it down. It's right here. <laughs> sheet of paper. I love it. Sure enough, <laughs> Show there it is. Um, Show <laughs> Interesting. I I feel like I feel like Coco though is just not. It's just not a classic. Like I, I think it's. 
I think the people who have seen it like love it, but I yes. like I don't remember it being this huge smash hit. Oh my gosh. It like won best animated feature. It did? Yeah. Mm. But yeah, Ernesto de la Cruz is gold villain for sure. And yet, for sure. this is the first time I've hearing about him, whereas Maleficent, I've been hearing about forever. Mm. <laughs> well, good luck deliberating this, folks. <laughs> good luck. I thought you were going to pick Ursula, and I thought I was dead in the water. <laughs> I feel good now. Uh-uh. I feel good about Ernesto de la Cruz. I know he's a deep cut. But man, if you have seen Coco, you know what a monster he is. You do. He just fits in with the rest of us. You cannot tell what a monster he is. Unlike Maleficent, unlike Scar. Yeah, because she's a Cruella monster and is not afraid to be a monster. But that's even more terrifying as when they're just like us. Mm. 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 I, I don't agree. Here's the deal. I feel real confident. This is the most confident I have felt. You sure can. In a long time. You sure can. All right. So, And if I lose, I won't even be mad because I know that I've won in my heart. (laughs) In my my heart of hearts. (laughs) In my heart of hearts. You pick Scar as a garbage villain. And then a guy no one's ever heard of as your gold. That is not true. That is just because you haven't doesn't mean no one has. Coco's Uh, a banger. Yeah. I can't believe it. Whatever. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> All right, Lindsay, hit us with the recap of the episode and tell <laughs> listeners how to vote for me. <laughs> so, if you have enjoyed our choices of the garbage villains, Prince John, or, which is mine, or Lisa's garbage villain of Scar, who I think is kind of golden, you nope. can vote for those options using the hashtags LindsayGarbage or LisaGarbage on our social medias. And you can vote for our gold options. And by our gold options, I mean my gold option of They're Maleficent. Bo- mm. Yeah. As opposed to Ernesto It's De Ernesto, first of all. Ernesto, not Ornesto. <laughs> Ernesto de la Cruz. It sounds like you're saying Ornesto. Uh, notice how I'm not having any, any issues with Maleficent. <laughs> <laughs> you can vote for Ernesto de la Cruz using hashtag Lisa Gold. <laughs> or you can do what your heart says, which is to vote for Maleficent with hashtag Lindsay Gold <laughs> on our Instagram and Twitter accounts at Garbage Gold Pod. Please do that because we like to hear what you guys think and we like chatting with you about your choices and other Disney villains that we maybe have missed or ones that you disagree with, whatever. Tell us about it. Get up in our feeds and tell us your feels. We will share the poll results, though I can probably just figure it out right now, and our favorite (laughs) listener comments on our next episode. I so hope I sweep you. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Okay. Could you imagine? People, good listeners. <laughs> I mean, I want everybody to vote for them, for how they yes. want. You need to vote, vote for how you. you want. Yes. Do not do it just to be funny. Because. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, seriously, come on now. Ever, always vote your ch- conscience. Always, always, always Do always not vote, vote just because, like. You know, just vote because you know I'm right. That's what you vote from. Don't vote because you think it'd be funny because I'm so confident. I'm not confident. I, I was just like, you know. Trying to take it back. Trying to don't style it I back. Just, just a little. Sometimes, sometimes being salty is so fun on the podcast. 
And then I have to remember that like people might think I'm like serious. I'm not always salty. It's just not always super salty. No. Not always super salty, always. but just a lot of the time. If you haven't done so already, if you could head on over to iTunes or wherever it is you listen to us every week and give us a rate review and subscribe, we would really, really appreciate that. And tell your friends about us because nothing is better than a friendly recommendation of a podcast. Yeah, and yeah. then join us next week. Yes. And we deliberate the garbage and gold of just in time yes. for summer. Yes. Camping. Ah! Are you a big camper, Lisa? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. Nope. I like indoors, air conditioning, and plumbing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> camping. It's going to be hard to find a gold about camping, honestly, but I will try. Mm. I will really, really try. Yeah. I am not an outdoors person. I even have a sweatshirt that says indoorsy on it, which is very much who I am as a human. <laughs> I think I vacillate between like, I just want to be indoors. And then I'm like, oh, it's so nice here. Yeah. I would rather watch every movie in Jeremy Renner's <gasps> filmography than go Whoa. camping like that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. That's how serious, like the 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 like boundary waters, dig a hole to go to the bathroom. Well, then you also have to have all of your stuff in a backpack. Yeah, all of it. Like I, I will not watch Jeremy Renner's full filmography just for regular camping, but like crazy camping with like no toilets, no yeah, and you have to be careful like what you bring in, and like I don't think you can bring in toilet paper. I don't think so, and then I think it's also like just really wet and so then yeah. all your stuff is wet oh yeah wow, what a nightmare no no yeah no so it'll be fun for us to deliver the garbage <laughs> and gold of camping next week <laughs> tune in we'll find some gold somewhere <laughs> it's gonna be getting in the car with the air conditioning <laughs> isn't this great we're done we're done camping now this is the best part is that it's over the gold of camping is the drive home <laughs> The shower yes. after you get back. Oh my god, yes. Oh, so good. We will find some gold to share with you guys, yep. I promise. And we will see you next week. <laughs> Sounds good. Bye.